Welcome to the Milestone Church Podcast. Whether you are at home, on the road, or at work, we hope you find this message encouraging and helpful for your life. You can watch other messages just like this one on our website at milestonechurch.com slash messages. Well, good morning, Milestone. Welcome to Next Gen Weekend. I want to welcome those of you who are tuning in live or watching at a later date. We're so glad that you're here. This is one of our, our favorite weekends, honestly, of the year, because um, you, as you see why, I mean, there's really no explanation. There's kids that are leading us in every form of fashion um, on, the, on the platform and off the platform. And so we're, we're, we're just passionate about the next generation. And, um, you know, some people will say, well, why, why do you guys at Milestone, why do you give an entire weekend dedicated to next gen? And, and, and really the answer is simple. It's because it's one of our distinctives. We're a spiritual family here at Milestone. And uh, so we're not just gathering our people and families produce sons and daughters. And when we started Milestone many, many years ago, I'll talk about that in a minute, we had weekends like this in mind. And joining uh, me today, this morning on, on the platform is some of our, not just our next-gen leaders, and there's many uh, others that are not on here, but some of our best leaders, uh, they, they just happen to serve with our next-gen. And so I want you to hear from them today. And so, uh, Drew, we'll start with you. Why don't you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your role, how long you've been on the team. Well, it's great to be here. Next Gen Weekend is absolutely amazing. And if I haven't met you guys, my name is Drew Wynn. I serve as our family pastor at Milestone Church. I've been on staff for almost a year and my family was introduced to this church on a golf course. So if you're thinking about playing golf today, go there, God speak. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. fantastic. And we just love, love being a part of the Next Gen team because that ministry has profoundly changed and impacted my life. So we love that we get to pour out our lives to help young people. My name's Kamala Martinez. My husband and I are both on the team here with Elevate, and we've been here at Milestone for about three years now. Uh, my husband, Ryan, and I both feel called to the local church. We're in this for the long game, serving your middle school and high school students. We love what we get to do, so it's awesome. I'm Jesse Wagner, uh, the student pastor here, and uh, my wife and I, we got married and moved down here about five and a half years ago, felt God calling us to join Milestone Church, move from Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, and just been building our lives and, and God's church right here. So we got two kids, a third on the way, and just love serving the young people at Milestone and love what God is doing in young people here at this church. It's awesome. You guys are awesome. Um, you know, like I said uh, earlier, you know, Milestone Church, I don't know if you, you realize this or not, is going to be 19 years old uh, next month. And so if you've been here for a long time, you're kind of thinking, wow, where's the time gone? If you're new, maybe you're thinking, wow, I didn't know that you guys have been here. So, you know, I was part of the, the original 32, my wife and I, who started the church, who planted the church 19 years ago next month. And when we, when we started Milestone Church, um, we were building, we were wanting to build with this type of pattern. We wanted to not be a one generational church. We wanted to be a church who, um, those coming behind us, our ceilings would become their floors and it would be a launching pad for what they have. And so, you know, there's so many young leaders that are being raised up, you know, week in and week out. And, and I want to read a scripture, uh, and it's found in Psalms 145, because this is a, a cornerstone verse for us in our next gen ministry. It says this great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. For one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And that's what we're after. One generation to the next, a family of old and young and everything in between coming together, worshiping God, loving God, using their gifts 
and they don't have to wait to be great. Come on, somebody. Let's give God one more hand for that. That's awesome. You know, for, for 16 of those 19 years, I was our student pastor here. And like Luke said just a little bit ago, he's one of uh, one him and his wife were some of the first students. And, and just seeing it come from the infancy of when we started to where it is today, uh, it's just been truly uh, just an honor and a, and a privilege just to serve uh, with, with, with people like this and be able to serve your children. We love that. We honestly, we wake up just about every day and go, man, we want to give ourselves to seeing young people come to know Jesus. And uh, there's a lot of things that go into that. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of effort. Come on, moms and dads, you know, just in your own home, there's a lot of energy and effort, but, but we're glad to do it. And we're so honored to partner with you. But I get this question sometimes, and some of our senior leaders, we get this question. When, when you guys set out to start Milestone Church, did you ever imagine it would be what it is today? And that's a, that's a, true, a question that we get. And the, the truthful answer to that is absolutely yes. We, we knew what we see today. We knew way back then, we knew that God was going to do that. We gave our lives to this mission, to, to, to serve Jesus and his church and to build something that was unique and something that God had called us to. And when we uh, set out to, to plant and start Milestone Church, uh, we, we were believing for 10,000 people in the North Fort Worth corridor on 50 something acres and have a multi-generational church in a student ministry of a thousand plus students. And we would raise up leaders. We would plant churches. We would have a college, all those things that we're seeing today, all of, all of the construction that's happening on this land and the new building that's going to go with our kids. You know, there's been so many great things that God has done, but listen, church, it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. And you may be sitting there going, where are all those leaders going to come from? Where are all those pastors and worship leaders? You just saw some of them. They're coming from right here. They're being raised up week in and week out. They're leading worship in all of our environments. And so I, I want us to spend the next few moments that we have hearing from you guys. And the theme of, of this weekend is, is kind of, you know, we want to open the door, so to speak, and we want to kind of let you in to, to our plan and our strategy because you know, many parents, they, they drop their, their kids off and then they come in here or on Wednesday nights, they may drop their kids off for an elevate service and they'll pick them up and don't have the opportunity to go and sit in a theater or a classroom or come to a service. And so the question we get sometimes is, do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy or is it just all fun and games? There's a lot of fun and games going on, but we have a real plan. We have a real strategy and we kind of want to let you in all that. Uh, so Drew, I want to start with you and we've been working really hard together uh, as a team about really developing some key things that we want to see inside every single kid that comes in the milestone kids. So talk to us about what those plans are. Right, so Milestone Kids, it's from newborns all the way through sixth grade. And I just love that I get to represent our team back there. It's not just me. It's a great team in our preschool, a great team in our elementary team, our 56 team back there. And we are devoted. We've devoted our lives to help serve young people. The heartbeat of who we are is not to replace your family, but it's to partner with your family. We take that seriously. That is a weight that we feel every single weekend. And I'm in this with you. I've got three kids that are checked into Milestone Kids right now. My mom, I've been married 10 years, and we're building our family as you build your family as well. So I feel this in a personal way. And just five things that we've been praying for every single Milestone Kid to have come to life is the first one is to know God's love. That's the first milestone. We love because he first loved us. God has created every every single person with the unique 
purpose and identity. And we want our young people to understand that God's created them on purpose for a purpose. The second milestone is to follow Jesus. We're all looking for direction, who to follow, and there is no life better than one spent following Jesus Christ. We pray that they'd find salvation in Jesus. To take a public faith step in getting water baptized. Just last weekend, we saw dozens of kids profess their faith publicly through water baptism. And we're, we love that God is doing that. The third one that we'd love to see is that they would grow in God's word. When you drop your children off back there, no matter what age they are, we're not teaching just good ideas or feel good talk. We're teaching the Bible, right. the truth, God's mistake-free word, the true north that we pray would be branded on their hearts and that would guide them for the rest of their lives. Fourth milestone that we would love to see is that we want them to honor others. Everyone is worthy of honor. There's a scripture in Ephesians chapter six says, honor your father and mother. There you go. (laughs) Come on. Parents, let's just level right here. We teach that with our kids. We have a saying, we teach them to honor up, we honor down, we honor all around. Honor is important. God teaches us that. And the very last thing is to make good friends. When we're surrounded by a spiritual family, a group of friends that help you make God-honoring decisions, like these friends that I have on stage right here, life following Jesus is so full, so rich, and it's amazing. That's awesome, Pastor Drew. Uh, moms and dads, that, that, that's an amazing you know, plan. That's what we want for your child. That's what we want for every child that comes in. Um, Drew, we were, we were just led by uh, a special song by our, our kids' team, and the song is, You Don't Have to Wait to Be, you, to be Great. And you know, for some people think, well, that's, that's great in a song. Or that's maybe cool on a t-shirt. Um, that's really a mantra for us. That's really a vision statement for us. So like, tell us, how, how is that like, actually practically laid out? Like, how do we actually you know, teach kids that they don't have to wait to be great? What does that look like? Don't wait to be great. It's really been an anthem for us, literally in song form, because we got to write that for our kids' ministry. But that, that vision statement is pulled directly from Scripture that I want to share with you. It's 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. It says, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. I love that that worship team right there, and there's so many of you that are sitting that I see just familiar faces that your children are up here leading, and you can just know that this is true. We didn't just make a worship team for this weekend. They lead worship week in and week out in our kids' ministry environment. They don't wait until one day to start serving and leading. They get to lead right now. There are small groups being led by older students that are leading their peers. We have a kids' connector team. If it's your first time here and you dropped your your son or your daughter off and they have that blue tag, we have kids that are trained to say, okay, let's, let's include them. Let's play games with them. Let's ask them questions and make them feel welcome as they enter our small group. We don't have to wait until they get a college degree or diploma to serve. They're serving right now. And just talking about this this whole story and the vision of our ministry, it just brings up a young man on my mind named Logan. And what's awesome about this is it just paints the picture of the entire Next Gen ministry because Logan experienced our church for the first time this summer at VBS, but he was made aware because of his junior high sister that came to Elevate and was invited by her friends in the spring. His mom is a middle school teacher and just has heard countless times, come to Milestone, come to Milestone, come to Milestone. So she signed up Logan for VBS. He's brilliant, intellectual, just a great young man. He just walks in the first day full of strength, direct to his leader, says, I don't believe that God's 
real. I don't know about you. If that nine-year-old comes to me and tells me that, I'm like, Lord, help me today. (laughs) But what's awesome is VBS starts, and after our first session, we just taught about Jesus, the gospel, in a clear and compelling way. And after that session, Logan walks back to his group leader and says, I want to follow Jesus. A heart changed just like that. That's awesome. That's a great place to clap. My favorite part of the story is God didn't stop right there with Logan. Logan went home, told his family about what what God had done in his life. Just a couple of weekends ago, I see Logan, his entire family, he's beaming, so excited to show me that he brought a brand new friend to church. He brought the brand new friend's entire family to church. (laughs) It was awesome. And after service, I saw the coolest picture. His junior high siblings, both sets of parents, And Logan and his friend are right there. And this is a picture on the screen. The Elevate team is praying for them as they get ready to start school. What an example that Logan's life is for us. We don't have to wait to be great. And I know I've shared a lot like in this just few short moments, but I think there's a real sense of urgency with our entire team. And any single one of them can tell you this. Because especially in the formative years, what we've learned is this truly is a race to the child's heart. And the first one there wins. And we just pray that is Jesus. So thank you for letting us partner with your family. That's awesome. That's awesome. I don't know. I don't know if you caught that, but he said it's a race to a child's heart. And the first one there is the one who genuinely wins. We want to be there. We got to be there first, church. We got to be there first. Uh, Pastor Jesse, I want to go to you because we, we've talk and, uh, talked and, and, you know, me being a student pastor for all those years, and I know this to be true, what we're about to talk about. The transition from moms and dads from, from elementary, from milestone kids into Elevate can be a big transition. It can be a scary transition, mainly more for parents than for, for the students. But for the students, sometimes you walk in here and there's, there's 1,100 kids in here. There's seven, 800 kids in here, depending on what, you know, any given week. And so that's a lot of, it's a lot of kids. And, and so um, we are working really hard to make sure that, that kids that are coming into our junior high they find connection, they find family, they find friends. And, and so talk to us a little bit about how we, we help that transition, but also the overall vision that we have um, for our students. Absolutely. And, and we pray, our whole team prays for a lot of things for your students to experience. Um, and if I were to boil it down into a couple things that we really pray for your students to experience uh, at Elevate in our student ministries, the first would be is that they experience that connection, that they get connected. Um, I think about like all of the events and the services and the activities and you could call them programs that we do. Really, that's not the heart of, of what we do and, and why we do it. Uh, it's not about programs, but it's about people. Right. Uh, we, we do this for people. That's what God's called us to. He didn't call us to just perform and execute services. He called us to, to raise up sons and daughters and, and lead people and, and, and show people the love of Jesus. And so I know that it's, again, it is that big jump into student ministry. And however old you are, one of the biggest hindrances to come into a church um, at any time I mean, I think this is even true for adults is, am I going to know anyone? Do I have any friends there? Am, am I going to sit by myself? I know parents, when they pick their kids up after a, an Elevate service, one of the first questions they'll ask is, you know, did you have fun? 
Um, and probably the next question is, you know, who did, who did you meet? Did you meet anyone new? Did you know anyone from your school there? Who'd you sit with? And, and, and no one wants to come to a place where they, they don't know anyone and they, don't, they have to sit by themselves. And so that's such a big uh, burden on our hearts is to help your students get connected. Uh, we've noticed this, especially for middle school students coming into Elevate. That's why uh, next weekend, we're actually starting a brand new environment on the weekends called 78. It's gonna be a, an environment just for seventh and eighth grade students uh, to help with this thing right here, to help serve families and getting their students connected. We'll have whole service, worship, message, small groups, games, all that for the purpose of helping students get connected into student ministry. Um, and what I've learned in this too is it's not even as much about the, the size. of it. You, could, you could feel disconnected whether it's 50 people or 1,000 right, people. But if you, if you have one friend in there, it doesn't matter how big the place is because you feel connected. I was talking to a family just last night after the service. Um, brand new here to the church. We're coming for about four or five weeks and they got two students at Eaton High School, a ninth and a 10th grader and not connected yet. And right then and there, we were able to talk about how we have this Eaton small group. Let me get you the information for these other students at Eaton. We'll get you connected. And it's about helping people find that connection. And I, I just want to say to parent in the room, maybe if you or your student haven't experienced this, we want to help you. Uh, we're, we're here for you. And I know that a lot of times the thought can be, man, it's, it's a big church. They probably got a lot going on. We are never too busy good. to help connect your student, help help serve you in any way we can. And so even after service, I'll, I'll be out in the commons. Our team will be at the info center. Anything we can do to help get your student connected. Um, but you know, a big prayer in our heart, not just connection, but really, especially as students leave our environment and leave Elevate, what our prayer is that what's been instilled inside of them is that they own their faith. Yeah that their relationship with Jesus is personal, that it's not just something that their parents uh, are doing for them, that their parents aren't forcing them to come to church, but when they leave our environment, that there is a love for God, just like Pastor Drew is talking about those milestones and milestone kids, that there's deposited inside of them a love for Jesus, a passion for his church, so that when they go off to college or into their career, what's inside of them is, is so strong and a firm foundation. That's really the, the prayer of any parent is that, is that when they leave, we just pray that God has done something transformative on the inside of them. I, I think of uh, this scripture in, in Psalm 144. It's kind of like that Psalm you shared. It's been a, a big anchor scripture for us as a next-gen ministry. And this is a, like a prayer and a declaration that the psalmist makes. He says, may our sons in their youth be like plants full grown and our daughters like corner pillars cut for the structure of a palace. And I love this word picture here because it's portraying young people who are flourishing, thriving, and that picture of a corner pillar being a strong Good. and firm foundation. And that's what we pray that your students experience, that through encounters with God and, and they've learned to walk with Jesus, they hear God for themselves. So wherever they're launched into next, that foundation is strong within them. I think of a, a story of a young man named Thomas uh, who, who I think exemplifies this well. Thomas grew up here at Elevate in his high school years, went to Keller High School. Um, he's a student at University of Mary Hart in Baylor right now, and, and he feels God calling him to go into the military. Um, and he's, he's currently right now uh, pursuing officer commission in the Marine Corps. And, and he reached out recently and told us just about how in his summer training, God placed a burden on his heart 
to reach his rackmate. And really so much of what he feels called to now and even the passion in, in his heart was a result of what was deposited in him in these environments. And so this summer, he, he was praying that God would give him an opportunity to reach his rackmate for Jesus. And so one night he was telling us just in an overnight, in the middle of the night patrol shift, an opportunity came and he shared the gospel with his rackmate. And right then and there, he was able to lead him to Jesus. And he reached out and he was so excited and he was sharing this story. It's amazing. And, 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 uh, and he reached out and, and it, it, it blessed me so much just hearing from this. this these were his words. He said, I, I can't say enough about how thankful I am for Milestone. The relationships I've built, the ways I've learned to lead better, to hear from the Lord better. I'm thankful for the ways I've learned to share the gospel and lead and love people. I'm truly thankful for what Elevate and the Next Gen Ministries at Milestone have done for me. And that's our prayer for every student who comes in, that they get connected in their early young years as they join the student ministries. But by the time they leave, there is something instilled deep down within them that is a strong and secure foundation. So wherever they go, in college, in their careers, that foundation is strong inside of them. And that's our prayer for your student. That's good. That's awesome, Pastor Jesse. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and parents, please, if, if your son or your daughter is having a difficult, hard time connecting, please, we'd love to help connect you. If you'd go to the Info Center directly, or if you're online, let us know in the chat. We want to help get you connected. We want to personally make that connection. It's important to us. I know it's important to you. Um, we're going to go now to the real leader that's on the panel here, um, and Kamale Martinez, and she's phenomenal. Uh, her husband, Ryan, is amazing as well. In fact, she preached Wednesday night, just blew the roof off this place. It was amazing. She's a phenomenal communicator, better leader. She's awesome. But um, Kamale, we spent a lot of time and energy uh, uh, creating moments throughout the year where young people can encounter God, whether that's a, a vacation Bible school, whether that's a, a summer camp of some sort, or whether it's a retreat throughout the year. And, and those take a lot of work and a lot of energy, but they produce so much fruit. So talk to us a little bit about why we do those things and how we as parents should prioritize getting our students into those environments. Yeah, absolutely. Our whole team is so passionate about this topic and about taking your kids away for a camp and retreat because we know the impact that it has. And we've learned as a student ministry that students and teenagers, they will participate for a what, but really they'll give their lives for a why. And we want to teach your kids why. Why do we put so much time and effort? And really, if you boil it all down, Every single one of us up on the stage, and I know many of you in this room, you've had a moment where you've been in the presence of God and things have changed in your life. And we really know that when we go to these camps, these retreats, VBS, 56 camp, there are moments that happen in the presence of God that mark your student's life, your son or daughter's life, and they're changed forever. And I love this scripture I wanna read. 2 Corinthians 3.17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom in God's presence. Basically, I mean, God's presence is everywhere. It's right here in this room. It can be found and accessed anywhere. But there's something special that happens when we take a student, when we take a teenager, when we take a young person away from distractions, away from their cell phones, right? Away from the things that maybe catch them and loop them up in culture 
and we seek the presence of God together away at a camp. Something powerful happens in a student's life. They are marked and there is a moment where they are changed forever. And this is something just to say, but I wanna show you a couple of student stories. I have three stories I wanna share that just recently happened this summer in July at our high school camp. And these are powerful stories just of what happens where we're able to take a moment, take a few days overnight and get in the presence of God with these young people. The first one is Layla. We got a picture of her up there. Layla is a high school student at Eaton High School. She's awesome. She moved here from Michigan. And uh, when she came to summer camp, she shared with us and shared with her whole small group that she was struggling with some drugs and alcohol and with some decisions that were really impacting her life. She shared with us she was having a hard time because she lost all of her friends from these decisions she was making. But when she came to high school summer camp, she had a moment in the presence of God, those moments and atmospheres of worship, reading God's word. You know what these students don't need? They don't need a watered down version of the Bible. They need the power of God and the presence presence of God. And that's what Layla experienced. She walked away from camp saying, I'm free from the decisions that I've made and those decisions don't define me, but she is now walking as a daughter of God. That's awesome. The next one I want to share is Charlie. Charlie is a senior at Northwest High School. You can see that picture from up there. He's on the right side of the screen. What I love is that other young man on the other side of his, him is uh, Ryan Elrod. And Elrod actually invited Charlie to come to Elevate on a Wednesday night, and they both came to summer camp together. Charlie also came into high school camp carrying a lot of stuff. He was struggling with addictions and had also made some decisions that affect him. And he came to summer camp, gave his life to Jesus. And this is the best part. That picture you see there is just a couple weeks ago after he stood in that baptism tank, gave his life to Jesus and declared his faith publicly in front of all of his friends. Hey, I might've been going this way, but now I'm going away in my future to all that God has for me. That's awesome. You're definitely the best preacher of all of us. (laughs) You're awesome. I'm just sharing stories. I got one more for y'all. I got Sarah. Sarah is awesome. She is full of energy. If you meet her, she is full of life. Sarah grew up in a Christian home, but she didn't know what faith was for her own, just like Pastor Jesse was talking about, that we want to teach your kids. She came into camp and said, I've kind of grown up with this stuff, but I don't know it for myself. And she came into camp and shared with her small group leader that she'd been dealing with some suicidal thoughts. I don't know if you have teenagers or interact with teenagers, but there's a lot of pressure that they face. There's a lot of decisions and just a lot of things that go on in our culture. And she came in caring a lot. And she came to camp, gave her life to Jesus and accepted Jesus for her own personal faith. And you know what she said when she left camp? I now have a reason to live. Mm. That's amazing. Can we give it up for all of those students who are having life change in the presence of God? And let me tell you, that's why we put so much time, energy, and effort into these camps and retreats. We're not here to fill up your schedule. We're not here to give you a million to-dos to sign up for. We're here to help raise sons and daughters who know the love of Jesus and who can find freedom in the presence of God. That's what we want for your young person. 
And we don't just have, you know, impactful ministry times, even though that's the why of why we go, but we also have a ton of fun. If your student comes to camp with us, I can guarantee they are going to have a blast. We do a lot of fun things. We stay up late at night, you know, we play games outside, but just like you heard Sadie Hutchinson, she was that sharp young girl up here hosting just a minute ago with Luke. She said, me and my middle school sister came to camp for the first time this summer. We came home and told our parents about it, said, we got to be here. They didn't say that because we had an awesome time playing bubble soccer, you know? They said that because they experienced a moment in the presence of God. And that's what we want for every single one of your young people. It's not about the what, it's not about what we're doing, it's about why. It's about that presence of God and a moment that your student can have marked in God's presence. That's what it's all about. Come on, somebody, let's give God a hand. It's awesome. You know, the, the truth is we, we hear stories like that all the time. We really do. And I, I never want to just get used to that. I want to continually just be, because church, what we're seeing, what we're experiencing, it's not normal. It's not happening everywhere. You're, you're in a church where lives are being transformed and young people are being reached. It's amazing. Um, you received a card when you came in. And what, what we wanted to do is just give you some, some key dates. Some of those moments that Kamala was talking about, they're on this card right here. Also at the bottom, if you want to, if you want to get involved, like there's a place for you on the team. Some of the best leaders that we have are moms and dads, moms and dads that are sitting here in this room. And so we would love to see you join our team, serve in our kids ministry in the back, serve at Elevate. But, but I, I just want to take a moment just to kind of challenge, uh, you know, us, uh, as, as moms and dads, I, I, two weeks ago, my wife and I, we just moved our oldest daughter into her college dorm room. And I'm telling you, when we drove off, it just got real surreal. It got real surreal. And um, I have two, two kids who are still in our student ministry, one who's 21, one who's a freshman in college. And so have, I've seen um, kind of the gamut of what's to happen. And, and here's what I'd say. There's a lot of things going on in our schedules. There's a lot of sports activities, extracurricular activities, vacations, and all kinds of stuff. And those things are great. And our kids should be involved in them. I mean, let me just tell you, when your kid, your son, or your daughter leaves home and goes to college, what you really or should be concerned with is not how well they can hit a ball, or how fast they can run. Because you're praying like I'm praying with my wife. Lord Jesus, I pray that she can hear your word, your voice, and she walks into the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Because moms and dads, you can't make decisions for them when they leave your house. They're going to mess up. But we hope and pray those milestones that, Pastor G, you were talking about, those moments, commonly that you guys were talking about, I hope that they know how to own their faith. And when they fall down, and they will, that they know how to get back up, that they know how to get back into the presence of God. And, and that's really what our ministry, our next gen ministry is really based upon. It's not about perfection. It's not about like having it all together. It's about admitting that we're all flawed, that we all make mistakes, but there's a God who really loves us. And I think that's really one of the reasons why we've seen over the years, literally thousands of young people come to know Jesus is because we never tried to be something that we're not. We've always tried to be real and authentic and realize, hey, we're pastors, but guess what? We have mistakes too. We mess up and we have to repent. Maybe you're sitting here today or maybe you're watching online and you're thinking, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a parent, I'm a mom and dad, and my, my son and my daughter, they're not doing some of the things that I saw. Maybe, maybe the enemy was lying to you and, and, and wants to let you know or tell you that maybe you're not good enough as a parent. Maybe you're doing something wrong. 
And, and I'm just here to, to just tell you, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And if you're a parent and, and you're going through a season right now in your home with your son or your daughter, and it's a struggle, I want to pray for you. We want to pray for you. That's, that's what a church family does. I want to let you know that those tears, those efforts, um, it doesn't go in vain. God sees everything. And the seeds that we're sowing, they're going to bear fruit. Just hold on. Don't give up. Don't quit. And when we get our kids in these environments, there's something supernatural that happens. Listen, the primary environment is in our home. It starts when you're young, when your kids are young at their bedside. And as they get older, it's us being real as moms and dads, but it's also getting them in these environments because they help reinforce what we're trying to teach at home. And so I wanna pray for us this morning. I wanna pray for those of you who are watching online. And if you're here today and you're a parent, you're like, man, will you pray for me? And I just need some help. I need some encouragement in this area of parenting. I, I want to pray for you. Okay, so let's bow our heads. If that's you and um, you say, you know what? I, I would love some prayer. I would love some encouragement. I need all the help I can get. I'm a parent and I just, I just need God's help. Would you just lift your hands so I can see who I'm praying for this morning? There's hands all over this room. Those of you watching online, I want to pray for you as well. Father, I pray right now for every mom and every dad. I pray for every grandparent, Lord, represented in this room and those of you who are watching online. Lord, I, I, I ask for your supernatural grace because God, as parents, we're not perfect. We mess up. We might, Lord, react. We might miss the mark. We might say things sometimes that even wound our children, Lord. And so, God, we ask for your help. We ask for your grace, Lord God, to come into our homes, to help us as parents, to, Lord, lead our children to you, Jesus. And Lord, I know when we mess up, God, you, you're there to pick up the slack. But Lord, the enemy, I know he comes to lie. He comes, Father, Lord, to bring condemnation. So I pray for every mom and dad who's feeling condemned. Lord, I pray, Lord, that that, that that voice of the enemy would fall on deaf ears. And I pray that the truth of your word, God, would speak loudly in every heart and in every home. And as a church, God, help us to raise up sons and daughters who run after you, God, who, and who live their faith loud and live it, God, with just authenticity. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If there's anything we can do to help you in your walk with Jesus, please don't hesitate to reach out through our website at milestonechurch.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, leave a review on the podcast app or your favorite podcast platform. We hope you have a great week.